0: Today, if you would hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as at Meribah, as in the day of Massa, when your fathers tested me. They tried me, though they had seen my work. Welcome to In the Bullpen, Up and Ready, a ministry of developing contenders. The call has come. You need to get up and ready now. And look who's coming up. High fly ball into right field. She is gone! You'd think that after being miraculously delivered from the most powerful king in the world, after seeing him and his whole army wiped out in the Red Sea, after singing a glorious song of celebration, those people of Israel would be nothing but thankful and faithful to Yahweh. You'd think those people would never again doubt him or complain about anything. But of course, that isn't what happened. We read again and again of them grumbling and complaining. One such incident is recorded for us in Exodus chapter 17. Verses 1 through 7. Hear now God's holy, inspired, inerrant, and infallible word. Then all the congregation of the sons of Israel journeyed by stages from the wilderness of sin, according to the command of the Lord. And they camped at Rephidim, and there was no water for the people to drink. Therefore the people quarreled with Moses and said, Give us water that we may drink. And Moses said to them, Why do you quarrel with me? Why do you test the Lord? But the people thirsted there for water, and they grumbled against Moses and said, Why now have you brought us up from Egypt to kill us and our children and our livestock with thirst? So Moses cried out to the Lord, saying, What shall I do to this people? A little more, and they will stone me. Then the Lord said to Moses, Pass before the people, and take with you some of the elders of Israel, And take in your hand your staff, with which you struck the Nile, and go. Behold, I will stand before you there on the rock at Horeb, and you shall strike the rock, and water will come out of it, that the people may drink. And Moses did so in the sight of the elders of Israel. He named the place Massa and Meribah, because of the quarrel of the sons of Israel, and because they tested the Lord, saying, Is the Lord among us or not? Those people, after finishing the song of Moses that we have recorded in Exodus 15, grumble and complain about water. And Yahweh gives them water. Then those people in chapter 16 grumble and complain about food. And they talked about how much they had back in Egypt. And Jehovah Jireh provides them With manna and meat to eat. Those people see how the Lord even provided twice the amount of manna on the sixth day so that they could still eat while resting on the seventh day. Those people by now surely would have been satisfied, surely would have been eternally grateful, right? Our text tells us otherwise. Again, they grumbled and complained. They even quarreled with Moses, the great leader given to them by Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. It got so bad that Moses cried out to God and he was fearful that those people would soon stone him. Those people put God on trial. Those people tested and contended with him. And yet, Yahweh gave them water from a rock. But those people would continue to to grumble and complain. We read about it in Exodus and in Numbers in particular. As a friend of mine would often say, when you see people doing foolish things in the Bible, don't ask, how could they be so foolish? Rather, how am I even more foolish? There was no excuse for the behavior of those people in Israel as they traveled to the Promised Land. But we have to admit one thing. At least they did so wandering in a wilderness, a literal wilderness. How often do we, do you, do I, living in some of the most comfortable and lush homes in the history of the world, having an abundance and variety of food and drink that would make many kings envious, how often do we grumble and complain? There is no excuse for anybody ever to grumble and complain to God. Then and now, such grumbling and complaining requires God's rod of judgment and requires it to strike hard. But we read in Hebrews chapter 3 that God was angry with those in the wilderness, and they did not enter into his rest. But we also read in 1 Corinthians 10 that the rock that was struck, that gave that water, was Christ. He is the one who received the rod of judgment from God, and he is our spiritual drink. Paul continues in 1 Corinthians 10 by telling us that we are to learn a lesson from the bad example of those people so that we would not be like them, but that we would be a faithful people. Take time to look at Psalm 95, the second half of which is dealing with this episode in Exodus 17. Notice the abrupt change of the psalm midway, midway through verse 7. Then read Hebrews 3 and 4, chapters 3 and 4. After you've done all of that, do this. Get your eyes up, fixed on Jesus, the author and perfecter of faith, and be ready to deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow Him.